Hello. We are glad you found us. Please sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Welcome to When Life Attacks. From my heart and from my hand, why don't people understand my intention? Hey folks, on a Saturday, one of my favorite actors, one of our favorite actors actually, uh, both Jim and myself, uh, learned that, uh, that Bill Paxton had passed away due to complications from surgery. And we're going to have a first on the show today, just to start it off, just a little quick Moment of silence for Bill Paxton. That that was a long. That right there was long for radio. I think that was a long pause. I'm I'm good with that. Was uh, it did not seem long enough to the people out in, in Liferland, or did you think it was short? I got the feeling you thought it was like short moment. It was, yeah. Well, I was gonna count to five. Like I was always told, like if you do a moment of silence, like at a baseball game or something, it's supposed to be five to ten. I would I would think live. On radio, yeah. Though. So on radio, yeah. I was thinking maybe three to five. Are we are we are we overdoing it? Calling it radio? I think we are. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. We're not fucking radio. Yeah, we're not. Nobody listens airwaves. to radio anymore. <laughs> right? They listen to podcasts. Ah, uh, so ask me how my trip was, Travis. How was your trip? It was Chicago. It yeah. was Chicago. So it was, you know, Michigan Avenue. That, that whole thing. Okay. I, I went with mostly girls. My nephew and I went with my sister and his mom, which meant we basically followed them around, plus my wife, shopping. In Chicago. Yes. I'm yes. sure that was cheap. Um, I opted out. Yeah. I, I didn't, uh, smart man. Uh, so what did you do? Well, have you heard of Garrett's? Yeah. It's like a popcorn a jewel- place. Oh, popcorn place. I thought there was like a Garrett's Jewelers. Or That's something. Jared's. Oh, Jared. Or he went to Jared or she went to Jared. Well, you know, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we're actually talking about Garrett's popcorn. It was a big, Oprah used to do this shit where she'd name her favorite shit and this popcorn thing came on and it just blew up in Chicago, right? So we go. Now, popcorn in a movie theater has about a 6,000% markup. Like, it's just (laughs) astronomical what they get. Right. right? It's not expensive. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, Garrett's continues that tradition. (laughs) Ask me what a tin of popcorn costs. What did a tin of popcorn cost? $60. Get bent. (laughs) I'm not paying 60 bucks, dude. I'm not for a fucking tin, just... It's, it's a like, little cylinder. It's like 49 or whatever, and then they charge you for the bag, and then they hit you with all this crazy tax, and by the done, time you're done, you know, it's like 60 bucks. Wow, Oprah done and uh, hooked them up. I mean, basically, they're like, well, you know, Oprah money, so we're going to make it so only Oprah can afford it. Dude, it tastes just like Cracker Jacks. Like, you could save a shitload of money, a trip to Chicago, just go get Cracker Jacks. You're good. That'd actually be <laughs> and you get premium a premium popcorn. Yeah, and there's a prize. <laughs> My prize was, I literally, when she said it, I, I like had my wallet out. I hadn't looked at the sign. Yeah. And, uh, you know, because my wife ordered. Right. And, of course, yeah, I'm paying. 
right. wife orders I pay. It's my whole life. <laughs> and she goes, uh, tells me the price. I just looked up. I just, it was a reaction. It was like, fuck you. <laughs> and she was, you know, she was all like taken back because I had said, you know, fuck, fuck you. you. <laughs> it was just my first reaction. I mean, it's popcorn. That's what I would think too. It's fuck you. I went to Harry I Carey's could- for a steak, a ribeye steak, aged two days, dry aged. Or maybe it was two weeks. I don't remember what. Probably two weeks because two days isn't enough. Uh, that was $8 cheaper. And it was the most expensive thing on their menu. For a fucking decent steak. For a, you know, add whatever, create a paragraph you want to ribeye. Right. And their popcorn. <laughs> you got to have balls. Yeah, to charge more for popcorn than a fucking steak. She probably deserved a bit of a high five. Like, you know what? He's fucking amazing. You're going to get 60 bucks for this. Yeah. High five. <laughs> it's all that Oprah nod, you know? You get the Oprah nod, you can jack your shit up. You can. Second City, not expensive. Went to that. I was inundated with an entire show of nothing but a reality check of politics and racism and de- how de- divisive everything is. And I can I can tell you, that they have a great cast that I laughed at once, maybe twice. That's it? That's it. We left before the third act, because, you know, they have the first two as their show, and then the third act is complete improv. Okay. The place was almost half empty by the time they got to that. Oh, man. That sucks for them. I mean, okay, so for the listeners out there, Second City was essentially kind of led into Saturday. You had your, your Eugene Levy got to start there. John Candy. Uh, Rick Moranis, uh, shit, Bill Murray, um, just to name a few. Like that, that troupe started it all. And then uh, some of them went to do Saturday Night Live. Some of them did um, SCTV, Second City TV. That was a great one. That was a great show. Yeah. It's amazing the number of names that cut their teeth through that type of improv comedy. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, I just named four. I just picked the first four that came to my mind, but the list goes on. The hostess apologized. She po- so we haven't gone in to watch it, and she's like, I apologize. Uh, many, if not most, of our most talented comedians left last year due to extreme conservatives coming in and yelling terrible things and throwing things at their actors. Wow. And they, they just quit. And we're done. Right, fuck you. They even have signs up all over saying, if you're going to have hate speak, do this, do that. To go home, shout it into a pillow, and suffocate yourself with the pillow. They have signs of that up in the wow. building because it got so rough. Wow. Which So I'm entering this, like, I'm supposed to have this light Saturday. I mean, right? I know Chicago's a tough town, but. Yeah, it, it, I was hoping to have this light evening and, like, got real. Like, yeah. real, real. Yeah, like, I'm going to go see a comedy show and laugh. And, <laughs> oh, fuck. And I mean, my, it might have been. So if you were conservative and you were in this, this is not funny at all. All right. If you're at this show. That's right. If you're at this show. You're just getting shit on. And really uh, talk down to as if because you have these principles, you're somehow a mental midget. All right. Like you just have no brains. Right. You have not bought in. You do not see the bigger picture. You have affiliated yourself with people that, don't want to listen to logic or facts or care about other people and I've just been had the ultimate wall pulled over their eyes and you are, in fact, lower than a piece of shit. Now, do you think they're kind of riding the Saturday Night Live coattails on that? 
I don't watch Saturday Night Live, but I've heard that they've gotten kind of preachy too. There's no doubt Saturday Night Live leans way left. Okay. But they do it in a way where they make the party, the person from the party, like Trump is directly responsible. Right. Uh, Second City does it in a way where they make the person who was involved in making this person a power figure responsible. All right. Like you, you fucking moron. You voted for this guy. You're a piece of shit. Yeah. And here's and we're going to dissect it and tell you how and why. And haha, here's your $19 coke. Wow. Yeah, it it was that part was weird. Then if you were if you are uh a person that leans a little bit more liberally or uh are just unhappy with the choices across the board, period, and you don't lean one way or another at all. Right. You're just recognizing sort of the condition of things. You sat there sort of like I did. Kind of quiet uh and, and at Some times, maybe uncomfortable laughs, like <laughs> melon, like melancholy was was sinking in. Ooh. It was, it was uh, at an at a second city show. He, dude, I've I don't know how else. I mean, it was it was really bad. Oh man, I went so, to the. How bath- much was the ticket? My sister bought for me, so I. You didn't know. Yeah, okay. I, I went there to visit my sister and husband, and they had arranged this little evening. Uh, for the family, and actually, Doll had to bow out. She'd gotten, you know, when you go to a trip and you drink water and you're around all these new people, and yeah. she kind of caught the travel bug that night. Gotcha. So not only did I not have her to kind of sit and talk shit with, I was on this island of, I don't know, liberal separatism all by myself, and it was just really sad. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> you may as well have just taking a trip to Montreal or something. I don't know. Other than that, though, it was good. I got a $300 ticket on my way home. $300. What'd Wisconsin. You th- what'd you do this time? 90 and a 70. 90 and a 70. That'll do it. They don't like 20 over. They don't like 15 over. Those of you looking to avoid a ticket, let me tell you what I did and how effective it was. I got hit as I came over the crust, crest, uh, excuse me, the crest of the interstate highway hill. Okay, so you're coming up the hill. Mm-hmm. Let me guess, copper's right on the other side, but you can't see him. Right, at the bottom. Yep. So I pull over. Like, right when I come up to the hill, I just start pulling over. You, you he doesn't turn his you. lights on. He hasn't moved. I know I'm fucked. Yeah. He doesn't barely get his car moving. I'm already pulled over. He doesn't have lights on, nothing. <laughs> he walks up to the car. He's like, uh, so you know I got you. <laughs> like, no, this is just no. karma. I'm just fucking pulling over. Yeah. yeah I'm having a stroke. <laughs> I said, you know, my car, my wife's car's got a lot of get up. And when I saw you, I looked down and I was like, you know what? Heavy foot. I'm fucked. So I just pulled right over. I mean, you know. Yeah. He goes, okay, license and insurance. Like, okay. Right. When they take a long time, you know you're getting a ticket. Yes. He took yeah. a long time. They're writing it up. Yep. Yeah. He handed me my ticket. He's like, this will be six points. I was like, what's six points? Yeah. And apparently in Wisconsin, if you get 12 points, they take your license. In a year? Yes. Okay. Now so I've just gotten clock- six. Okay. And so now you have to be good for 12 months to get that six removed. Yes. Okay. In Wisconsin. In Wisconsin. I am not a resident of Wisconsin. Right. I am a resident of the great state of Minnesota where we do not have that bullshit. We are not children. Yes. And so I asked him what the six points were, and he explained it. And he's like, and uh, you can pay the ticket, da 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 And I look at the ticket, and it says, like, two ninety seven forty one. <laughs> like, just like... I wonder if there's going to be tax added to that, too. 
Or if that's just no, that's after it. everything. That's okay. it. Okay. Here's my core date. But he, he points it out on the deal, and just like it, Garrett's. <laughs> I see it. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> just like that. And instead of getting pissed or whatever, he's like, uh, yeah, I'm sorry about that. Have a nice day. And he just. That's it. Takes off. Yeah. Uh, you know, here in Wisconsin, we like to give you a little smile. You know, hey, you know, we, this is going to hurt me more than it hurts you. Actually, speaking of a great state in our laws, one just uh, got approved today. Uh, liquor on Sundays. Oh, in Minnesota. The, uh, in Minnesota, okay. yeah. yeah. Speaking of Minnesota, we just got liquor on Sundays. So for 33 of the states out there that are listening going, what is he talking about? So Minnesota has a blue law. I don't know when it started. You're, you're more the native. But the, has the blue law been in effect ever since you turned 21? Uh, yeah. Yep. The whole time I've lived here. I moved here in 89, and it was that way in 89. Yeah, as far back as I can remember, they've always had the blue law. Shit, even Pennsylvania got rid of their blue law 14 years ago. And the blue law is? No purchase of alcohol on Sundays. You can go to a bar and you know, or a restaurant, and you can have a beer or whatever. But if you want to go get a six pack or something like that, or a bottle of something, no dice. All liquor stores are closed on Sundays. But you could go to Wisconsin, which is only about yeah twenty minutes if, away from if, the Twin Cities. Ex- and- yeah, if you get desperate, you can just border hop over into Hudson, Wisconsin, and uh, yeah. Yeah, because we're children. We can't regulate our own shit. I'd really, that's where I'm, I passionately agree with conservatives is I just, I just don't need you to regulate that shit. Yeah, I don't need know? it micromanaged for right. me. Right. I'm a big boy. I yeah. not only really don't trust you on a regular basis not to fuck things up, but I certainly don't want you to govern me. Yeah. Like, well, slow down. Yeah. Well, and especially during what is it, like those 20 weeks during the year where there's football on Sundays? A lot of people like to, you know, do that. They like to drink beer and watch football. And so it's like, how do you, do, how do you plan ahead? You don't know how many people you're going to have at your place. You don't know what you're going to get into on Sunday. How do you plan ahead for that, for the game? Can you buy 3-2 beer at a gas station on a Sunday? Yeah, you can actually go to a grocery store and, and buy 3-2. Three, three, two. Two. But basically, you know, just beer-flavored water. You're just going to be pissing out fake beer all night. It's not that watered down. Uh, Isn't it like four fifths of a regular beer? No, it's three two. So it's three three of their beers to two regular beers. Yeah, is that the equation? So sixty six percent. Okay, so yeah, yeah. I was thinking more eighty. I was yeah. A little it, off. it did nothing for me. Gives you a massive headache. Other places don't even know what three two beer is. Like they can just buy beer in gas stations and they'll yeah. buy a case of that here and not know that it's three two. And then they're yeah. like, man, this beer is either man, this beer is shit. I can drink all I want and not get drunk. Or, man, this beer is great. I can drink all I want and not get drunk. I like how you think that they're talking about the beer when you know they're like, man, my tolerance lately. <laughs> Check it out, man. Crushed a fucking case. <laughs> the uh, text I sent you while I was in Chicago was, in fact, not a joke. There were three drinks for 50 bucks. I thought it was more than that. I equate, uh, what was it? It was 16 bucks a piece. That I, I put it Well, but you got to tip them. Right, right. 60 bucks. Yeah. 16 bucks. What were you drinking? A Crown and Coke. Just Crown and Coke. Yeah, I could have bought two bottles of Crown for what I paid for three <laughs> fucking watered-down drinks. Yeah, you might have gotten some Coca-Cola thrown in there, too. 
I just, I was <laughs> so blown away. I, I mean, the guy gave me, there was a lot of moments where I just was saying to people, fuck you, you know, if, whether yeah. it was Garrett's or the bartender or the police officer, <laughs> it's just a royal ramming. So is there anything you'd like to say to Chicago right now? I have several, several questions. Number one, Illinois is in fact bankrupt. They are in horrible financial straits. We've all heard this, read this in the paper. You could never have heard of the Midwest and know that Illinois is in financial peril. Right. That being said, just to drive to this fucking Chicago, to this destination, there's at least 12 bucks in tolls. I was about to add, that's actually where my brain was going. Um, Last time I drove through Chicago was about 14 years ago. Uh, on my way out of here to Pennsylvania to go to another blue law state where a couple months after I arrived, they got rid of the blue law. Good for them. So I think there's something about when Travis moves to your state, if it's a blue law. If you live in a blue law state, have me come stay for a year, and they'll get rid of your blue law. Yeah, there's something karmatically connected there. Yes, yes seeing there that now. But I remember it used to always be 40 cents. So I'd always bring a couple quarters, a couple dimes, a couple nickels, because each stop is a quarter, a dime, a nickel, and you throw it into the basket. And you did it, seemed like several thousand times. Yes. Uh, is it still 40 cents? Is it still the quarter, the dime, the nickel? Let's see, I paid two something. I paid $1.90. I paid another $1.70. So it's all over the fucking board now. Yeah, and, and, and if you bypass it, they take a picture of your plate, and you can go online and just pay the so- max which is, of course, what I did Yeah, uh, twice. So just to drive there and back in my car, they got like 20 bucks in tolls for Jeez. me. One of the best, actually, uh, best things I ever saw was at a uh, Chicago uh, turnpike there, um, or toll, toll booth. Uh, I had this old couple in front of me, and you know they threw their quarter, their nickel, their dime in it, into the basket, and the little arm doesn't go up. And the guy sat there. He gave it maybe... 10 seconds, if that. And I just remember seeing him look over at his wife, and then he just drives through, just snaps the arm right off. He says, fuck it. So then I get up to the toll. I'm next, and I see the little, just the little stub, just like I looked at the basket, and I was like, fuck it. <laughs> you know, I just tripped. So this, this guy, he was kind of like my hero that day. Like, I stayed behind him for a while. I was like, man, if he does this to all of these fucking toll booths, he's going to save me so much money. He didn't. The next one worked. How, and even back then, they were taking pictures of license plates. Yeah, but I mean, at that point, I'm like, well, what do I do? This guy, he's the one that broke it. Like, I kind of like... <laughs> it's I, not my fault. It's this guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, I kind of faked like I was throwing change in the basket, and then, like, I took off, you know? Yeah. I can see why. Yeah. Uh, that That... All of those little deposits made back and forth to Chicago should result in a truckload of cash because they aren't repairing the roads. The no. roads are all fucked there. No, no. last repair they probably did was 14 years ago. They charge you $0.07 cents for uh, any t- type of a bag. They have shit-canned plastic bags, and if you want a paper bag, you have to pay $0.07. Cents. There's a $0.07 cents city charge on that. Like if you go to a grocery store. Anywhere. Anywhere. Anywhere and you get a bag, $0.07. They have a bag tax. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so my hotel room, we got a deal on. That was like 140 bucks. But by the time I left, the charge for my hotel was $671 for three nights. How? They charged me 40 bucks a night for my car. There was crazy taxes. And then the base charge for the room for 20 Man. It was, it, for what it was, I could have flown down first class. 
I could have stayed at, a, at, at the most expensive suite a mile out of town and lived like, you know, a baller. Yeah. Uh, been executive car driven into town while drinking 50-year-old scotch. Yeah. And finished with a cheaper trip than what I, the way I did it. Damn. And that's without my wife shopping. And I'm not shitting on Chicago, because Chicago is, in fact, beautiful. The architecture is amazing. The streets smell a little funny, like all big cities do. Yeah. Homeless living in the sewers and such. They have an excessive amount of Dunkin' Donuts. I don't know if people that live in Chicago understand that most cities don't have one in every corner. Yeah. That's more of a Boston thing, I thought. Boston, those people, Massachusetts, they're all about their donkeys. Yeah, well, Chicago's giving them a run, dude. Okay. Uh, you know, all of the skyscrapers are amazing. They've gotten into this sort of bohemian kind of hipster bar scene where yeah, vests and beards and yeah. hearts. And yeah, that's all. That's nothing new. Craft $22 cocktails. Yeah, and, that sounds about right. That's yeah. even worth doing, getting into that up here. Um, Bocce yeah. ball inside and, and all old wood bar games like... Uh, uh, Help me out here, uh, you know, with the little... Shuffleboard? No, 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 the little wood table. It's about three by three. Uh, it's called... You nothing. son of a bitch. You <laughs> help me out right now. <laughs> I got nothing for <sighs> you, man. It's a problem when you Show get Show me older. a picture. <laughs> you know, you can you flip it over and it's checkers or you can uh, shoot these little rings. You can shoot the red and red rings like pool. No. 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 Fuck you. Anyway, yeah. they've got those things, darts and, you know, manual foos. But even the foosball table's been deliberately aged to look a little older. They vintaged it. Yeah. And all of your <laughs> servers, none of them write anything down. They all wear regular street clothes like they're just a friend helping you out. Yeah. But they hey, still want to be tipped. Yeah. You know, like, oh, hey, uh, would you like something to eat for dinner? Uh, could, I, uh, could, could I get a menu? Oh, uh, you, you just tell us what you want to eat. Okay, fuck you. I'll have a water. (laughs) Yeah, no price, no menu, no price. Yeah, I don't know what I want. Yeah, I I could get the cheeseburger, your basic cheeseburger, and it sounds like in this town it'll be forty dollars. Easily, (laughs) easily. I don't even (laughs) think you're. I I don't know how people. I was frequently asking people that. I would come. I would come across a bartender and say, "Dude, do you live? And how do you? You don't live in Chicago, right?" Is it's two, three thousand dollars a month in rent. Now, if you live in New York, maybe that's reasonable or San Francisco. But yeah. we, we don't. We live in Chicago where there's plenty of fucking room. Yeah, all my I, I had a big group of friends that went to go to Chicago right after college. I think the the last holdout was like two years. Like he fought it tooth and nail. Like, I want to stay in Chicago. I can't afford to stay in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Man, the jam because of prices. Yeah. You know, we got into my trip, and uh, I feel like I kind of shit on Bill. Let's talk about Bill. Yeah, you kind of skipped right past Bill Paxton there. I love Bill Paxton. You know I love Bill Paxton. I was yeah, bent you, out of shape about it. Same here. You got me even more bent out of shape. <laughs> that was funny. Fucking asshole. <laughs> you want to well, tell him? I'll let you tell him. <clears throat> What'd you do? I told you this- that he, he died from complications from surgery. Yeah, what kind of surgery? Elbow surgery? Of course, elbow surgery. How did I take that news? Seriously, you ran, you ran with it. Yeah, I, I, I got pretty worked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, what were some of the quotes? Fucking elbow surgery? That, and then I was like, well, you know, you're in pharmaceuticals, you know. 
fucking sense. No, I don't. I'm no fucking doctor. You're part of the team that how understands you, how do you, how do you, these massive how you, things. How do you go from complications from elbow surgery? Unless, a, you know, you know, was he using a rusty knife? It was a I stroke. Was, yeah, I was all worked up. You had me all worked up over this. Like it, like it's any better but, that it was a routine open heart procedure. Yeah, exactly. Why did you have to fucking work me up even more? I don't know. It just felt good. What I else do this did I frequently. say? What else did I say? Um, I believe one of my quotes was, I'd like to punch that motherfucking surgeon in the motherfucking face. You wouldn't be the first friend I've pranked. Yeah. yeah. I have a great story. A great Remind me after we're done talking about Bill to tell you one of my... Some people might think that this prank was, I don't know, rough. But we'll get, we'll get, if, if you're interested, after we talk about Bill, I'll tell you my story. All right. So, you know, naturally, I'm a huge Bill Paxton fan. Aliens says it right there. Uh, anyone that knows me knows that that's one of my top movies of all time. Specifically, mm-hmm. Aliens and Alien. Those two, top three. Top three. Easy. And... And you know, if we review the tape, I'm not sure that's true. Really? What did I? Well, I mean, Cool Hand Luke would be my favorite drama. Oh, we're breaking it down like that. So this is in your top two of three sci-fi. I'll go with that. Yeah, definitely in my top two, three sci-fi. All right. If not number one. Not that lifers are out there, you know, keeping track. Yeah. Only only I keep score. I just, you know, (laughs) thought I'd help you out. I'm really fucking up your bill tribute. I'm sorry. Sorry. You're just in a fucking shit. I'm, you know what? You're not fucking going to Chicago anymore. <laughs> I, don't, second, I don't like this guy. It's Second City. They did you, it to me. You're all fucking being out of shape. I'm full of cynicism and derision. Seriously, man. You need to pull that Chicago rod out of your ass. <laughs> all right. I'll, I'm going to sit here quietly. And sit here quietly while you memorialize the man. I don't even... Well, I mean, do I... Do, fuck, now I got nothing. Now... Fuck Bill him. Pa- Bill Paxton. <laughs> He was here. We loved him. He's gone. And he's great. Yeah. And now he's fucking gone. Just like that. I mean, literally just like that. He's fucking gone. Did you know that he was the only, only actor to have been killed by a Terminator, an alien, and a predator? I did not, but that is badass. Yeah. That's I like quite the that. honor. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Um, it's like EGOTing. You know, the Emmy, the Grammy, the Oscar, and the Tony. Yeah. Yeah, that I mean, he he pretty much hit the trifecta on that. Yeah, is there a good acronym for that? The alien, the predator, and the terminator. The apt, is tapped, 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 pat, pat, not pat, pat's no. not good. Tap, tap, apt is not good tap. either. No. Tap isn't good. Tap. No acronym. That's probably why we haven't yeah, read about it. Let's not acronym that. What was your first? What was the fir- first movie you remember seeing him in where you were like, love it? Okay, aliens. Hands down, aliens. But the first movie I remember seeing him in was Weird Science. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Chetster, Chet, where uh, he gets turned into that sort of slimer blobby thing. Mm-hmm. And because um, I remember getting excited because Ghostbusters was my favorite movie when I was a kid. And I was like, oh shit, it's like, is that how Slimer started? You know, because you're a kid, you make shit up, you see something that kind of looks like something and. You just think it's the same thing. Weird Science is Anthony Michael Hall, and then what's the brunette kid's name? Anthony Michael. I just remember, man, Anthony Michael Hall. It's, jo- it's John Hughes, right? John, Weird yeah, Science is yeah, a yeah. John Hughes uh, movie. Kelly LeBrock yep. was the... Uh, the bombshell. Yeah, and then Robert Downey Jr. was in it. 
He's one of the protagonists. Prot- yeah, well, not protagonist. Antagonist. Antagonist, yeah. Yeah, Antagonist. and then the Excuse guy me. that gets killed in... One of the guys that gets killed in Nightmare on Elm Street 2 was his buddy. So basically two college kids create High school a, kids. Are they in high school? They're in high school. Everybody in the 80s looks like they should be in college or maybe working their first job. Right, right. But they're all in high school. Okay, they're in high school, and they take their computer, and they, through a you know wicked... Uh, Dr. Frankenstein experiment with a Barbie doll. <laughs> turn her into a <laughs> turn a Barbie doll into a supermodel, like a real who, person who, who also has magic powers. Yes, and they have the time of their life. And, and Chet is the older brother who sees them having the time of their life, played by Bill Paxton, who's like the ultimate prick, military asshole brother. Yes, yes, and he gets his comeuppance. Mm-hmm. He so. gets turned into a pile of shit, right? Basically. <laughs> He uh, he was funny in that movie, but I saw it and I was, you know, 10 or 11. Was it 80? It was super early. 87, it was, it was, 88? No, before 85? that. Aliens was 86. Okay. Terminator was 84. You think it was 84? Terminator was 84. But do you it think was, Weird Science was? I'm going to look nah, it up. I don't think so. Weird, weird Science. Isn't the computer wonderful? Weird Science came out in 1985. 85. Okay, so between Terminator and Aliens. Yeah, so that would have made me nine years old. So when I saw Chet, Chet was uh, reminded me of everything I hated about, you know, older siblings, and I I did not like him. I was not a fan. Okay. So he did a good job. I was like four, so I just you know saw him get turned in, and I thought somehow it was like a relative of Slimers or something somehow in my brain. Ian Mitchell Smith was the other kid. Anthony yeah. Michael Hall and Ian what Mitchell Was it like Smith? Gary and Walt or something? Gary, uh, Gary and Wyatt. Wyatt. Yep. And Bill Paxton played Chet. Chet, yes. And so those are some of the highlights from the early 80s. In the uh, 90s, he was in Tombstone. He played the younger Holiday brother. Great part. Yes. Great um, part. That was actually, that role was sort of one of the first movies that kind of, his role specifically that, made me question, well, what is there after death? Because before that, it was just, you die and you go to heaven. You know, you believe in God. And his character was the one that was really into God and talking about when you die, you're supposed to see a bright light, and you go into heaven, and then he gets shot, and as he's dying, he's like, remember all that talk about the bright light? He's like, I don't see shit. And then he (laughs) dies. That's a weird way to be indoctrinated into the next life. Yeah. Like, I was just kind of like, holy well, he was supposed to see bright lights. He saw nothing. You lost your faith in aliens? No, Tombstone. I mean Tombstone, excuse tombstone. me. Tombstone. I didn't lose my faith, but that, that was like the first like little chisel, you know? In Terminator, he was a punk leader, so I don't remember him as well. I actually remembered seeing him before Weird Science in a movie called Streets of Fire. Streets of Fire. So I haven't even seen Streets of Fire. Yeah, it would have been... It's. It, Borders on musical, but uh, William Defoe's in it. Now I got to see it. And it's about a, a biker gang in the 1950s that steals this guy's girlfriend over some sort of like turf war. And you've got Diane Lang in it, Rick Moranis. Moranis? Defoe, yeah, Michael Perry. Oh, man, I've got to see it now. It's, uh, it, it's, a, it's a little hokey, but Paxton was in that as like a bartender. Okay. And... Uh, it was, it's one of my, my old man's favorite movies. And yeah. he's a harsh critic, as you know. Yes, yes. Definitely a prick to so, us. I, but, mean, uh, <laughs> pa- I mean, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. The old man's <laughs> just a prick to us. <laughs> he does not. Yeah. Uh, 
But maybe it's because he wants to see us do better. That's what I, I tell myself, at least. You know, he said he'd like to see himself not so embarrassed. At us? Yeah. Oh, man. I was talking to him last night, and he's like, you know, it's cute when you're, you know, 15 trying to do something. You're 40. Work it out. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Dad. (laughs) Shots. Yeah. Um, Apollo 13, he was one of the astronauts. You know, my sister brought that up yesterday on her drive home. We, you know, got in the news, and she mentioned that, and I'm like, oh, fuck, you know, because you remember all of his best characters, and we're, like, killing them off in my mind because he's died. Yeah. Yeah, he, um, well, I mean, that's what he was known for. He was always sort of like that awesome, like, supporting character, you know, that's kind of snarky, kind of funny, and it always just gets killed. Killed or embarrassed, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, Apollo 13 was one of the first movies I went and saw it. And actually, I went and saw not so much Tom Hanks, not so much Kevin Bacon, but me being like the young, you know, James Cameron fan and all the movies that I'd seen Paxton in, Predator 2. Um, Bill Paxton was actually like of those three. He was the man for me. Like, when I saw that, I wasn't watching it like, ooh, Tom Hanks, good stuff. Right. Kevin Bacon, good stuff. For me, it was Bill Paxton. Fuck I f- yeah. I feel like I could hang out with Bill Paxton. Like, yeah. he and I could, like, rock a funny talk. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, uh, like when you listen to commentaries and stuff with him on it, that's all he's doing. He's hanging out with the rest of the cast, like, having a fucking beer, just chilling out, kind of making fun of some shit that happened. Just really fucking cool guy. He was 61 and has apparently been doing shit, acting in things. His first credited role was in 1975, so before I was born, way yeah. before you were born, in a movie called Crazy Mama. Uh, you got me on that. He was in Stripes. Yeah, apparently he played a soldier. Yeah, it's just soldier. Yeah. If you look in the background, you're like, hey, I know, I recognize that guy. Who is that guy? That's he must Bill have said, said or yelled or done something because it's credited. Right. Otherwise, yeah, he would have been an extra. Commando. I mean, I don't remember him. I don't remember him. Commando. Commando an intercept either. officer, but he was in it. Uh, you know, made appearances in Miami Vice. What other good stuff? Yeah, Miami Vice. Yeah, I, I don't really remember. I, I remember, I remember seeing an episode and going, ooh, Bill Paxton. Oh, Navy Seals. Yeah, Navy Seals. Ooh, <laughs> Navy Seals. Very 90s, yeah, 80s. plays right the sniper. There. He yeah. plays God. And then That's God right. gets killed. See? See? See how he, yeah. Bill Paxton started all this. I, I, I think I'm finding out a lot about myself here. He was amazing. This is good. Wasn't this he amazing in True Lies as the... Uh, See, you liked him more in True Lies. Like, that for you, that was a big Bill Paxton moment for you. Less for me. For you, that was a big Bill Paxton moment. I thought he stole the. I thought he stole the movie. I mean, it, it, he is the basis of the entire first two thirds of the movie, right? And you legitimately despise him, <laughs> and then you're he actually your 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 distaste for him, his character, who he is, and what he represents is rewarded when Schwarzenegger catches up to him, and he delivers on being just the most spineless worm you've ever seen. <laughs> and yeah, that's that was something. I thought that that was that was amazing. I also loved him in Twister no matter how ridiculous the film. It was yeah. fun. Uh, he was in Titanic. Mm, yeah. He was Brock Lovett in Titanic. He was the captain of the ship that was looking for the Titanic. 
the old lady on it. Yep, that's right. He was part of the research team that was really just trying to get the necklace. Yep. He's done some movies, too, about, like, Murders Gone Wrong, Simple Plan, The Last Supper. Um, I mean, that's vaguely outlining those. Actually, I, I probably did a shitty job at that. But he was in those. Uh, the Last Supper I liked. That was sort of like a small, like, indie underground hit in the 90s uh, with Ron Ellard. With Ron Ellard. That's about who else I remember from it. Uh, a couple of other people, I think, in, uh, were in it. But You can kind one. of take 1998 and U571, that, that time frame, and just, like, freeze it in time because most of the people listening aren't going to remember him from right. that stuff. Right. Trespass. He was in Trespass. <clears throat> who was that? Ice... Was it Ice Cube or Ice T? I think it was Ice T in a movie. Basically, like when my dad and I were at the video store on a Friday night, um, and we were going through shit, and like the popular shit we already wanted to see was already taken. So, like when we were gonna pull deep from the well, or just anytime if we had like an extra rental or something, anytime we saw Bill Paxton on something, renting it. Then you watched Frailty. Frailty, frailty was when I was an adult. I got really hammered one night while I was working at a video store. I know I've watched it, but I don't remember it. Dude, you need This is the one with like the axe, something about the axe. This is the one where he confesses to all the crazy murders because he thinks the people are demons. Yeah. It's badass. If you've not seen the movie Frailty... I haven't seen it sober. You have permission to shit can the show and watch it right now wherever you can because it is badass. (laughs) Um, But everybody's really going to know him from Big Love, right? Big Love would be a big one that people would remember him from um, recently. Recent, within the last 10 years or so. That's easily his biggest role from... Is it really? 2007 to 2011. Yeah. yeah, I could see that. In the last 20 years, we'd be going back to, what, 1997? So over yeah. the last 20 years, I'll take you through what he's done. Uh, Titanic, he had a small part in. Uh was 97, 98. He sort of had like a narrator's part. Yeah, in 98, he had A Bright Shining Lie, which is a TV movie, then A Simple Plan, which everybody critically loved him for. Yeah. Mighty Joe Young was a gorilla movie. U571 was the, the story of the U-boat, yep. Then Frailty, badass, which is 2001. <laughs> there was the Spy Kids incident. Yeah. Um, Spy Kids 3D. He did Club Dread, small part. That's in that. right. He played the fucking uh, Jimmy Buffett guy yes. in Club Dread. Uh, that was actually pretty awesome seeing him like kind of like rip on uh, Jimmy Buffett a little bit. I do not remember The Good Life. Do you? No. Then there was Big Love for, like I said, eight, while, five yeah. or about five seasons, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Yeah, he did a couple seasons. Yeah, they did a couple. And seasons. then after that, he did a couple of TV movies. Hatfield McCoys. He yep. did. Uh, he was part of Agents of Shield. He was the drill sergeant Edge of Tomorrow with Tom Cruise. Uh, he had a scene in Nightcrawler, uh, or he played a part in Nightcrawler. Couldn't have been too big. What so was what was the last one that he did? Let's skip to the end. Um, he's well. Right now, his biggest thing is the the television show, um, Training Day. Training he has Day. a big part in that. And they're only a couple episodes in, so Uh-oh. that's going to be awkward. Yeah. Um, and then he's got a uh, the circle, which is in post production. It doesn't say if it's TV what it or is. Not. Yeah. Or, yeah. Well, at least he didn't go out like I remember when Raul Julia died, and it was when Street Fighter was coming out with Van Damme. 
Like Raul Julia had done all these cool movies, and, and we're like, oh, dude, and that's how you go out? You go out with Street Fighter with Van Damme. Mm. Like, uh, so at least. He was Mr. Adams. Exactly. And he was badass in Tequila Sunrise. Yeah, Raul Julia. Yeah. And he went out on Street Fighter. So at least Bill Paxton didn't, you He's know. He's going out on the circle. Uh, training day's better. He was a voice in Call of Duty Advanced Warfighter as an exo zombie. Oh, okay. Con yeah. voice. I don't know. He was he was amazing. He was, yeah. a, he was he's a part of most of my favorite movies. Same here, same here. And I mean, I don't know girls so much, but pretty much girls actually, any guy you can talk to and like that's within our age bracket, you know, born roughly from what? I would say 1978-75ish. No, my old man loves Bill Paxton. Right, but I'm just saying like dudes Basically, anyone born probably before 19... <laughs> if you're alive, you love Bill Paxton. Exactly. And you're a guy, you love Bill Paxton. And girls have got to love him if they were big love fans, even though it was very misogynistic. And, uh, you know, it was about, um, yeah, the, uh, well, polygamy, polygamists. Yeah. So, Which, for those of you that don't know, is having more than one, one wife. wife. Doesn't sound like a bad thing, but I'm sure if you lived it, you would feel. Well, you definitely get a feel for the the stress and the pressure this guy was on, under uh, between his three wives. <laughs> My second oldest sister, sister of the seven of us, or the ten kids, when we were talking about Bill, I brought up Big Love, and she didn't watch it because she's you know, just fuck fem- like me. feminism and. You know, like like one man's gonna satisfy three women, and who'd want? You know, she started getting well, that, into like, the, the whole but thing. But that's the funny thing about the show. Like he was running out of steam, like in like one of the first uh, episodes, and so he juices. He goes on Viagra, <laughs> and then he's like, "Mr. Love Machine." The job situation was what got me. Remember, he was like carrying on the the houses were all connected by a backyard, yep. and he had like three or four of these yeah. fucking houses he was paying for. Yep. And he was like a manager of a grocery store or something. He was, right? Oh man, what the fuck was he a manager of? It was yeah, something like a grocery. Store. <laughs> it's yeah, like, a, what kind of groceries do you sell, sir? Because yeah. you are killing it. Oh, what was it? Or was it a dealership or something? Was it a car dealership? Might have been a car dealership. Or did he have many businesses? Is that why we're both right? <laughs> like, yeah. You'd have to. <laughs> I can't remember. It's been a while since I've watched the show, but it's fucking great. And then as for the feminism thing, I mean, it wasn't. I mean, Chloe uh, Savini. I'm sure I'm mispronouncing her name, but she plays one of the wives. She plays wife number two, Sevigny, Savini. Um, If you're looking for help from me. Yeah, mm -hmm. I know. I'm not going to get it. Um, And isn't she typically, she typically plays like a lot of those feminist type roles and like roles that bring attention to like women's issues. She's a... What what else has she been in? Kind of like like indie chick. Yeah, but for those... She was in Kids. That's where she really got her first, you know, made a big... with the movie Kids. I'm looking here. Uh, she's been in Boys Don't Cry. She's been in Trees Lounge, one of my personal favorite indie films. Um, first one written and directed by Steve Buscemi. She was Jean in American Psycho, which was one of the friends of... Uh, of uh, Yeah. Peter, was, what was his name in the movie, though? You're the one that uh, put on the stinger the other couple episodes back. Come on, you should know this. I should know this. What is it? Patrick Bateman? Is that his name? I don't even remember. Yeah, it's I've Bateman. seen the movie twice, if that. Uh, but we need to find a banner role of hers. Kids, maybe. She played Jenny. Um, 
See, I'm looking in like I'm not seeing the. She's movie kind of like the indie. She's kind of you. like the indie queen. Yeah. Hmm. Big love is like her biggest thing that I'm seeing here. Portlandia. Anyway, indie project. If you think, yeah, if you think indie movies, she's probably like been like the female lead in. You you pulled something out of the straw here because if if you're if you're able to connect a picture with the name, congratulations. I'm not seeing. I I did see her picture because I'm cheating looking online, but. She doesn't really have that breakthrough moment. She does work a shitload, though. So, yeah, it's a big love. Great, great movie or show. Bill Paxton. um, We're going to miss him. We're going to miss him. I hate getting that news. You know, we had... Did you listen to any of the shows with Adam? Cheese? Yeah. Unaffected by these things. Oh, yeah. He doesn't give We've already talked 15 minutes too long about it. (laughs) Like, yeah. Like, before you finish, you know, Bill's first name, you've gone too long. He's already mourned. <laughs> yep, moving on. Yeah, fuck. Cold-blooded guy, that that cheese. Yeah. So, uh, well, yeah, we should move on. But, yeah, Bill Paxton, um, <sighs> you know, you lived a short, short, relatively short life. 61 is short. The yeah, older I you get, li- the clue. Yeah, you lived a short life, but it, you did great things in it, so... Cheers to you, Bill Paxton. Yes. So brighten, brighten the mood, dude. Give me something. Pull me out of the darkness. I was just in Chicago. <laughs> Jeez. I don't, um, Let's talk porn. We, we, you want to talk porn? You want to talk porn? I was going to think life on other planets, but you want porn. All right. I got a coin. Let's flip a coin. Yeah. You want to talk porn? Let's talk porn. All what's, right. Uh, what's, what's going on with porn? You know what? I don't think we should juxtapose from Bill Paxton to porn. All right, we can we can. That's awful. Let's go to the new. We'll go to the new solar system, and yeah, then we'll come yeah, back let's, to porn. What do we add on time? We can always come back to porn. Yeah, we can come back to porn at any given show. Mm-hmm. Where I don't know where we're at at time. Let's just roll with this. All right, all right. Uh, so we've talked about space travel before, right? And the idea of finding new life, terraforming, et cetera, et cetera. The old man's books. Scott and I talked about him and his belief, the, their beliefs of alien beings visiting us, and that crazy shit, and. Uh, We've talked a lot of space, I feel like. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, aliens. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, this is supposed to be a relatively close neighbor of ours where we've dis- we've discovered seven possibly habitable planets. And right? this is in Andromeda. It's in the next galaxy over, or is this in the Milky Way still? Dude, you fucking always hit me with the worst questions. Uh, well, it's 39 light years away. That much we know. Oh, uh, that's debatable. I'm seeing 40, you're seeing 39, and it's relevant because a oh, light, light year is pretty, pretty long. Big. It's big. It's pretty big, <laughs> he says. Uh, it doesn't say if it's in another, it shouldn't be in another galaxy, should it? No. It's got to be in our galaxy still. Is it in Milky Way? It's not in Andromeda? I don't fucking know. Doesn't say. Okay. Doesn't say it's in another galaxy. Well, so we know it's out there, though. <laughs> and it's fucking far away. Uh, I'm looking. How the discovery was made. Dun, dun, dun. The discovery outside, out, just says this discovery outside our solar system is rare. Um. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's all I've heard outside of the solar system. So what does that mean? Is that just like, you know, the nine planets outside of our local nine planets, but still within still within the Milky Way, though, right? I'm asking. The system is located in the Aquarius constellation around yeah, 39, 39 light years away from Earth. 39 called it. Uh, NASA considers TRAPPIST-1 to be relatively close to Earth. So that's Milky Way. The solar system is located in the Aquarius constellation around 39 light years away. Okay, I believe that's still Milky Way. Now, I know I said 40 and you've said 39 this whole time, but Google's agreeing with you at 39 light years. Thank or you. Thank you. 235 trillion miles away. Yeah. I'm, I'm not doing the math on it. I started to think about doing the math on how long that would take us to get there and um, said, fuck it. It'll take a while. <laughs> it's going to take a long time. NASA considers TRAPPIST-1 to be relatively close to Earth. Now, at our current technology, as we've discussed before, uh, to get 39 light years will take roughly 850,000 human years. You can get halfway there and the fucking thing could be gone. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, in light years, if we discover the light speed, it'll only take 39 years. That's still a long time. We still don't know who killed Kennedy. (laughs) (laughs) We're not going to fucking work this out. I have no, I have no, no confidence in this whatsoever. But since that was a big thing in the news, I thought I'd just remind people: when you hear that these seven planets could be our 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 raft, right? Our global warming, it's seventy five yeah. in February raft. They're they're kind of a they're kind of a hop. Yeah, it it might be a little too late for that, guys. We're we're on a rapidly sinking ship here. Jesus was only 2,000 years ago, and we've got that whole mess fucked up. Can you imagine an 850,000-year flight? (laughs) Is TRAPPIST-1 even going to be there? We will have gone Now, they say that that it will. They say that where it's at in its cycle, because it's a... It's not a red dwarf, it's a... Oh, you nailed it, red dwarf. Is it a red dwarf? Yep. So it's in the red dwarf phase. Um, They're saying that it can last a long time, like... If not millions, they, they might have said billions. I can't remember what I read, but it's going to be there. So, so much time I can't even like conceive. Well, you can't fathom the time. Right. But even if we're able to make that trek, it will still be there, according to NASA. That, that's good news. As long as a comet or and some other scary, scary ending shit. doesn't hit yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, if you know, it stays the course for 850,000 years, <laughs> like... It'll still be there, and they're saying it's still going to be there for a while after that. Long past Earth, because it, when our sun overheats and does what it's going to do, everything's fucked anyway. What if it's the same assholes on those planets, and they are, in fact, doing the same stupid shit we're doing to ours? Like, we could pass them en route. They could be looking at Earth like, hey... We found salvation. We got a good one. And then it's like that moment where they're just waving. Ah. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> what was its trajectory? It came from Trappist-1. Oh. Oh. Hail, hail radio signal? Yeah, this, is, this is awkward. Yeah. You know, if you got there and they'd already fucked it up, which is pretty likely. Yeah. I mean, do they, 
Well, yeah, they can't because they can't detect. Can they detect if life's there or not? They're barely able to tell you if it's rock or gas based yeah. on orbit and so forth. So, I mean, watch, we get there and it's just totally uninhabitable. Did we just get pictures of Pluto? <laughs> we're not we're not moving around with tremendous accuracy here. Yeah. I mean, there were a lot of guesswork. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm glad we have guys out there doing it. And I think we should have people out there doing it. Absolutely. But let's not kid ourselves. We got a long ways to go still. <laughs> long way. <laughs> so long. Not that we should stop trying because yeah, I really we need think to. we should invest some money in the oh shit button. Yes. And we should just invest money in humans. I feel like every time I watch the news, like the weather breaks a record. Oh, yeah. It always, Some yeah. kind of record. Yeah. Or oh, even the news, news cat, uh, what do you call them? Meteorologists. Mm-hmm. They're the just guessers. sitting there just like, ah, um, rain. <laughs> real, real hot, hotter than it's ever been. But nice if you like December shorts weather. Yes. That's happening. <laughs> yeah. So I think the planet, you know, we should look into maybe other options. Right. Well, then what happens if we get there and there's already people there, like the society already there, and we're just there like, all right, go Earth. We're here. No, fuck you. No, this is our planet now. Fuck. Like, we'd be guests on their planet. Or slaves. Yeah. But I mean, do you think we'd be, I mean, would they be like, oh, hey, guests from, you came from where? What? It was even bad news in Avatar. I mean, I... Most honest looks at being visited aren't healthy. Yeah. I saw the arrival. It didn't look fun to be the alien. Yeah. Um, I mean, we let a bomb off in the first month <laughs> yeah. in the ship. <laughs> I, I just don't I, don't, I don't know that we'd be welcome with open arms. You know? <laughs> we, we and, then, and then it's like, well, what do you do? You know, could you be like, well, hey, man, I'm just kind of a guest here. Let me figure some shit out. You know, just give us a couple years to figure it out, a couple months, a couple days. You know, maybe is that planet over there? Is that occupied? Anybody occupying that? Mm, I see where you're going here. Almost a question of etiquette. Yes, it is a question of etiquette. How long till you overwhel- you know, overstay your welcome as a house guest? Is there a ratio for days of travel to days of stay? Because, I mean, we spent 850,000 years in space. Right. Which, by the time we get there, they're going to think is laughable technology. <laughs> right, right. And they're going to be like, well, you can't. Get it back. <laughs> You're pretty much stuck here. Tell you what, we'll shoot you into this one, all right? All right, maybe we don't like those guys over there anyway. You're their problem now. Or do they, you know, do they slice us a little piece of land and say, don't fuck it up, which we will fuck it up? Mm. I mean, even if they, if they had the technology to look at our planet currently, 850,000 years from when we sent these people out into space... It'd be a myth. No one would yeah. believe you ever did it. Do you think like like they're just sitting there like, oh, the assholes found us. We only have 850-some thousand years to go till they arrive. The pyramids could have already have sent us there. <laughs> Maybe they're pointing to where we're headed. <laughs> yeah. That's a good question, though. You know, we could... If, if somebody comes to stay with you now, what's okay? Yeah, for me, it just depends. Like, are you looking for work? You know, like... <laughs> like am I productive? Yeah. Um, so Jim washes up at Travis's so, house. Yeah, How so long say, can I hang say out? Jim, okay, if since you're just current, like since you're already in the state, mm-hmm. I'd give you maybe two months to figure your shit out. So if I live in the state with family, you know about my family, I have lots of different options. Yeah, and you I crash have options. On your couch. I'm giving you a month or two. You're great. You're very uh, gracious. Yeah, yeah. Um, now say you come from out of town. 
mm-hmm. like out of state. You know, you had to U-Haul your shit up here. You got to look for work. I'm bringing a U-Haul of shit with me. Right, right, right. Okay. You got your U-Haul full of shit. Maybe you're storing it in my basement. Maybe you're storing it in storage. I'm giving you three to six months. Okay. We and have... you better start. And, and I want to see you looking for work. Probably. I'll give you a week to just be like, oh, hey, this is the new town I'm living in. Cool. Let me go get to know it. Email the show. I'll give you Travis's uh, personal information. Uh, he's the one you're going to want to talk to. I will not give you even close to that fucking time. And you're not moving your U-Haul shit into my house. You are super nice. <laughs> Everybody listening now knows that you are the nice guy on the show. <laughs> Why? What's your time frame? You live in the state with, with ample family No, and let's say like, say like when I moved up here from Texas. Okay. And you know, I have no family up here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a couple friends. Mm-hmm. So let's say I'm, and you're like, hey, all right, I'm going to let you stay here. Just, you know, you know, get your, uh, get your bearings. Mm-hmm. Couple few months. And if I exactly. saw that things were going the right way about the U-Haul, we're going to have to put that into storage. We're not right. storing that in my fucking basement or in my garage. That's too much. If right. you, if you can't uh, figure out a place to put your shit, uh, call it, call mom and dad. Cause it's not. It's not yeah. going to be in my place. So how long are you giving, uh, how long are you giving <clears throat> the U-Haul worth the shit? At my place? Yeah. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Okay. No, I'd let you set up a room of your stuff, but U-Haul? Are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> U-Haul? No. Not even a U-Haul trailer. What if, what if like, uh, there's no furniture? Still no. Okay. Still okay. no. What? Are you shitting me? I would let you, I'd let you, you know, have a, like a little, little, little room. You're already having a little room. You're staying in a room. That's true. That's true. I don't know. I guess if I had a corner of the basement and it only took up a corner of the basement, okay. All right. Let's say I had the space. Still no. (laughs) No. Okay. Now, at what point do you want to see dude start looking for job? I would prefer he came here with prospects, if not already a job, because what kind of of plan is this? So how long do you give him until he starts working? Let's break it down like this. If, if you're my buddy and you've suddenly just found your wife cheating on you and you have to bail out of the house, my house is immediately open to you, as is my garage for a period of time. Right. Like, we'll throw everything in my garage and get you out of that hell whore's bed as quickly as possible. We'll get you into salvation and recovery. And uh, uh, that will all happen immediately. Yes. As we go through the particulars of things, I start saying, okay, obviously I need my garage back. So I start like helping you organize your life. Start helping you phase phase it out from your place into their new life. Right. It almost, I'm almost helping you rebuild your life by creating little, little, uh, little home places. Like, okay, we took care of this. We took care of that. We we rebuilt. Yes. Now, how long do you give till you're like, all right, you got to go. Man, yeah, it's it's case dependent. You know, some people. Would you give six months? Are there kids? No kids. It's a divorce. Just say it's a divorce. Just say it's a buddy moving up. That's different. If it's a buddy moving up, I'm assuming that he just needs a crash pad for a month, maybe two. Okay. Would you let it go a year and a half? Uh, I have, and. Did you feel like you got taken advantage of? That is not true. I am lying. Uh, pretty much people start paying rent immediately. 
Okay. I have had a couple of friends that I've put up, but once we go past two months, you're paying rent. Two months past two months, you're paying rent. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's healthy all the way around. It lets that person know that they have to contribute and they have to snap out of it, and it lessens the burden because no matter what a renter thinks, you know, if somebody gives you six hundred dollars rent for your part of rent, you really aren't even paying the freight, the depreciation on it, the uh, on the the building, the there's an impact from another adult living in a house. Yes. It's expensive, and it far outweighs just the mortgage payment. Okay. So you got to, you know, they're eating food, and they're using electricity, and there's cable, and there's all this bullshit. And we're older, so uh makes me think of Ron Swanson. Ron Swanson. Yeah. You know, I don't watch Sparks and Rec, but I, know. I, I, I hear he's a great character. Teach a man to fish, and he eats for a day, or don't. <laughs> He's a grown man. Fishing's not that hard. <laughs> Catch your own fish. It's, it's a, I mean, it's at a certain point, uh, if someone's emotionally leveled, I'm there for them. But if you're just a poor planner, I'm less patient. So if, like, dude just moves in, just, you know, pays for his, like, beer, and that's about it, and drinking every night, hanging out, how long Less do you than a him? week. Less than a week. Less than a week. That's super disrespectful. Okay. If you're just going to come into my house and start pissing all over and marking your territory, we're going to have problems. Yeah. You know, that's not somebody who's emotionally leveled. You're drinking, partying, you know, you're taking... I mean, I think it's weird when I invite somebody to dinner and they don't tell me they invited somebody else. Right. <laughs> You're going to come over and start partying? Fuck that. Wait, 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 wait. I didn't see a plus one on this. Yeah. You know, there's, yeah. Who's Bob? I don't know Bob. <laughs> yeah, fuck Bob. Now dinner's going to be awkward because I don't fucking know this yeah, guy. Yeah, actually, why don't you go have dinner with Bob? Yeah. A little, little more from me now. And then if you bring a chick and I don't know the chick, then I assume you two are together. So now am I the third wheel? Should I have brought a chick? Yeah. Is this weird now? Should I, should I even mention anything? What if I say, oh, so you two are together now and then like it's insulting. Like, no, we're not together. No, it's... I mean, do I come home at 5.30 and my friend I'm putting up is making dinner for he and some other friend, so now I can't make dinner? Right. And he's not paying rent? And he used yeah. my groceries? Yeah. Now I'm all worked up? I'm pretty pissed. That's not cool. You're out. What kind of, what kind of a crash pad friend are you? I mean, are you super respectful? Do I barely notice you're around and you're trying to, you know, lessen your burden? Right. You know, or do you unwrap the Sunday paper? Right. See, for me, I try to be as much of a ghost as possible. <laughs> Mm-hmm. When I've been in that situation, you know, when I've been a house guest, I just try to be a ghost. Like, Lessen your burden. Yeah. Please, guys, I don't, don't mean to fuck up your life. And yeah. Just, yeah. You know, like I'll go out, <clears throat> okay. I'll go do things. And then, uh, you know, when I come back, you know, I don't even want you to know I'm there. Mm-hmm. I, see, I, I can get behind that. Now, it's pretty hard to do over an 850,000 year trip. Yeah. Crash into someone's atmosphere and just start partying on their planet. Like, I'm so glad we're here. Yes, we made it. I mean, don't you need to, like, I don't know, hang out in your ship before you land? I mean, you can't just, you can freak somebody out. I mean, you just land a spaceship in Russia. You're not met with, hello, welcome to Earth. <laughs> right. You know, <laughs> shit is confiscated. Yeah, they're going to be, you, shit might get probed. Yeah, U.S., you're immediately <laughs> taken down into some bunker and, you know, interrogated. And we, yeah. not, they don't even let other people know we got you. Yeah. According to my father. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, man. I, I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> it just, it's got the potential to be a really bad experience. It does. It does. So, um, 
So before you guys get all fucking happy and on your high horses over this, let's just think about it for a second. Pump pump the brakes. It's not that close. Maybe recycle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just think about the fact that you're going to be the house guest. I was James Hamilton. I was Travis McFalls. Thanks for listening. Why don't you follow us on Twitter at When Life Attacks or Facebook When Life Attacks Podcast. Or you can look directly at our blog, which is whenlifeattackspodcast.com where you can view our complete list of social media. If you prefer to keep it simple, you can just email us at whenlifeattacks at gmail.com. Oh, hi, Chet. What the hell is going on around here? Chet, I'm sorry. It was an accident. An accident? An accident? Do you realize it's snowing in my room? God damn it. Um, some real weird shit happened, Chet. Some real weird shit. You don't have shit. to be a genius to figure that out, monkey dick. Well, that's great. That's just fucking great, man. Now what the fuck are we supposed to do? We're some real pretty shit now, man. You finished. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. What the fuck are we gonna do now? What are we gonna do? Hey, maybe you haven't been keeping up on current events, but we just got our asses kicked, pal. Remember what I said about seeing a light when you're dying? Yeah. Yeah. It ain't true. I can't see a damn thing. <laughs>